Hey, what's up? This is former NFL offensive lineman Ross Tucker from the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and you are listening to the Fourth and Forever Podcast with Stuart and Darren. Maybe the, I don't know, fourth, fifth best NFL podcast around after mine, ATN, Fantasy Feast, Even Money. Anyway, these guys are up there. They rock. Kia ora, fit like, and welcome into the 4th and Forever podcast. Stuart Bothwell here with a Darren Butter who's recovering from a little bit of a hangover. And we have no time to waste, Darren. The NFL season is upon us with game one less than 24 hours away at time of recording, and we've not even done our division roundup yet. Do you know what that means, Darren? Quick fire. It means... <laughs> We have to, we certainly have a workout for us to fly through the most efficient yet detailed episode slash episodes, depending on how much time we have to do it tonight, of our short yet incredible podcasting careers. So, are you ready just to jump straight into it and start talking some NFC? Yes. That's good, because I didn't want to put you through any more talking than you need to be put through just now, as you have been suffering greatly today. To be fair, we could have done this podcast like a month ago, so it really is yeah, my fault. Yeah, indeed. But we're here now. <laughs> we're doing it. Better late than never. We've we've been inundated with literally a person asking if we're doing this, so we, we've got to because that is um, more than we usually get. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. We have to we have to sort this out. So uh, so uh, uh, James in Aberdeen, this is for you. Uh, <laughs> right. Let's hit it. So first of all. It does kind of terrify me that people get their NFL information from us. Well, I mean, just us. it's because they rely on us to. Well, either either they rely upon us, of course, which I I would anticipate that we are a very reliable source because we are, we get our information directly forthhand from yeah. such reliable sites as um, NFL dot com. <laughs> yeah. um, occasion occasionally, I do venture into Roto World. Mm. Mm. So you know so I'm that's pretty serious. journalism. Yeah, right yeah. Now. I also have a PFF subscription for those. So oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot that you'd, uh, you'd yeah. dabbled in the professional. Do you know you could technically expense that against what we pay to host the podcast on Podbean? And you're only telling me this now? Yeah. yeah. Financial advisor, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Man, just just dropping that one on me. Uh, fantastic. It'll, like stars, I mean to go on. There they are. Anyway, anyway, so the Green Bay Packers finished 13-3 and last season. Uh, head coach Matt LaFleur, Nathaniel Hackett at OC, Mike Pettin. Actually, yes, no, sorry, sorry, Joe Barry is actually the defensive coordinator now. So, because uh, I've not updated all of my list because I've been rushing through this a little bit. But hey, yeah, 13-3 and this year was a bit different to 13-3 and the previous year. This year, the Packers looked legit. They made it all the way. It wasn't a case of people thinking they were kind of lucking their way through it with some awkward, uh, simple, easy games. They looked proper this, this this last season. Aaron Rodgers returned to some fantastic form. Devante Adams continued uh, his his dominance at the wide receiver position. Uh, Bob Tonyan uh, blew up at tight end and got 11 touchdowns. And um, the, the defense was good enough, effectively. Um so, in the draft, they picked up Eric Stokes, mm-hmm. cornerback from Georgia with the 29th overall pick. So, once again, no more weaponry for Rodgers to deal with. But people keep forgetting that, you know, there's still some decent players in that wide receiving core and the tight end room. 
uh, obviously in the form of Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, Randall Cobb was brought back in because the most important acquisition of the offseason was Aaron Rodgers himself deciding not to leave. So they lost center Corey Lindsley and uh, Jamal Williams buggered off as well to Detroit. Um, otherwise, not, not pretty, pretty quiet. No, um, I made a bit of a, a, a boo-boo in one of our fancy drafts where I drafted Jamal Williams, thinking that he was Denver's running back Javante Williams. He'd actually been drafted several rounds before, but that's absolutely on me. Um, so, yeah, uh, the Packers this season, Darren, what do we, what do we feel about them? I'm I'm hopeful that they'll be at least entertaining um, and and get you know their normal 13, 12, 13, 14 wins, especially in this division. But mm-hmm. I just don't know if they have it. I just don't know if they get mm-hmm. to the divisional or the championship game, they can beat the rivals in this division. I just they haven't done it yet. So um, if anyone can do it, it's Rogers. Mm-hmm. And he has taken all of this in stride. He's definitely um, the main actor in that team. Like he's done everything he could to be the voice. You know, like he's mm-hmm. really taken over from the coach in some ways. Like he's <laughs> he's so important that he's he's pretty much you know playing for where he wants to play next year. And and I think no offense to Broncos or Panthers <gasps> or. Saints or whoever it would be he'd go to, but I think this is his best chance to win another championship is this season. I think it'll take a bit of work to... He's not going to just Manning, Peyton Manning into another team. I just don't see it. <laughs> well, I mean, had he gone to the Broncos, uh, they have a pretty solid roster from top to bottom, both sides of yeah, the ball. Then you've got to pay him. So We could do that. Yeah, it's base. It's fine. We're all, yeah. all good with that. Um so PFF has them ranked as the, the, the fifth overall team. Um, so, I mean, I would probably just about agree with that. I might even have them slightly higher than the Are they the, the highest Ravens. in the NFC in that? Uh, yeah. No, the, apart from Tampa. Tampa, yeah. Um, I can't see them beating Tampa or... It's like, Tampa it happen, and San Fran, I just think. To, they have to kind of hope that they knock each other off a bit. I think, mm. I think the Packers are trying to get on the other side of the, mm. the round and hope to play a beaten-up version of one of those teams... In the championship game, after they're beating each other up for, well, for like through the course of any given minutes. season, it is always down to to injuries. How healthy can you stay and stuff? So the the key for Green Bay obviously is Rogers, um. But other than other than him being there, um, like, you know you've got Aaron Jones in the backfield. You've got a pretty strong uh, offensive line, although it's maybe gone a little bit downhill. It doesn't look quite like it looked. Uh, like last season, um, you've got Josh Myers coming in at centre and Royce Newman at right guard. Billy Turner uh, at right tackle with Dennis Kelly behind him and Elton Jenkins out playing left tackle. So there's maybe a bit, bit of a question mark along there, but the defensive side of the ball is probably like, I don't know, is that a little bit less certain? I think with the Smith brothers mm-hmm. in brackets and um, Darnell Savage... Um, they have a good team. Like they're they're not um, not the best defense in the league. But you know, if Rashan Gary and Preston Smith can keep doing what they're doing, and and you know, Zadaria Smith keeps I think getting, they should be expecting a step up you know, from they, him. Though. Yeah, so it kind of comes down to the play of um, 
you know, Jair Alexander, Donald Savage and Rashan Gary, they're the players that they've picked with high picks in the draft mm-hmm. and they're the ones that need to perform. And I think the way they've built the team does mean that they can kind of give Eric Stokes a little bit of time to come in. Mm. Um, I know he's cons- kind of considered a specialist, like he's more of a slot corner, like they want him to mark the guy, the Odell Beckham on mm. the inside rather than like be on the out on the numbers. <laughs> Basically, what you really want is to just make Kevin King dispensable because he was yeah. uh, dispensed with thoroughly during the course of uh, the off season. Is he the one that got caught for the loop? The looping pass yeah. in the championship game. He got caught like three or four times. Yeah, uh, yeah. And like it was, and it was something that I actually called out as being very likely to happen in that game as well. So I was quite pleased with that. Uh, my, my, my analysis went somewhere. Um, yeah. So Ke- Kevin King's a, a, a damn liability back there. Eric Stokes, maybe not suited for this system, was probably what we were hearing about him. But like, who knows? If you get the right sort of athlete in there, perhaps um, with the right. Uh, coaching, he yeah. could become something there, and obviously you're at the other side of Jair Alexander, who's one of the best cornerbacks in the league right now. Uh, Adrian Amos behind you, Darnell Savage is a, uh, a bit of a wild card, but um, yeah, something an interesting team. Um, PFF had them in, I think they're second uh, tier defensively, but um, let's try to keep it relatively <laughs> brief. Yeah. So Green, Green Bay, we see them as still being. They're the easy winners of this division. Yeah, they're going to run away with it. Um, in terms of how they do in the playoffs and seeding and that, it's going to depend quite highly on how Jenkins does at left tackle. And if um, MVS, Mar- Marquez, Valdez-Scantling can make a a significant improvement because other than him and Devontae, they, they don't really have mm. the weapons you'd want to have. Do you have any other... Uh... Like points or people that we should be keeping an eye out for this season, perhaps people who are not on everyone's radar. Uh, Mason Crosby is going to be important. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true. You um, see him a lot on special teams. No, it's it's just going to come down to you know Lazard and Tonyan. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're uh, Lazard's still there. Hmm? Yeah, Liz- yeah, Alan Lazard's still Who's there. Who's it that went? They let Jake Coomer go. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, so Lazard, Lazard and um, he's also been let go from Buffalo since then as well. well he'll probably come back then. Mm. <laughs> it's all a big. Big, um, big conspiracy. Mm. Uh, Tonyan and, and Lazard are just the ones that are going to, I think, make the plays when the schemes mm-hmm. are towards Adams and MVS. Like you, I don't know what Randall Cobb's going to do. Is he there? Just is he like the towel boy? Nobody know? really knows. But yeah, keep in mind, like Randall Cobb, um, like like when he was in Houston, actually was good. He I think he quietly had something like seven hundred yards. Um, and if you get him back in a system with uh, Aaron Rodgers, who loves playing with him, that could go go really well. Um, for me, I would say keep an eye out for AJ Dillon, maybe having a bigger role this year. Obviously, they let Jamal Williams go, uh, believing that you know AJ Dillon is going to be ready to step up and be that second bruiser behind Aaron Jones. Um, especially if Jones goes down at any point, I think AJ Dillon could actually really show us something this season. Yeah, well, just keeping everyone on the field is going to be massive for them because they they didn't have Devonte and Aaron Smith. For like three or four games last year, and they still managed to get to Aaron them. Smith, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's small. another, <laughs> yeah, the the Welsh Smith. Um, yeah. So, yep, that's kind of obvious how we feel about them. Then uh, the Chicago Bears a little bit more. Uh, don't really know. I mean, with a, a really strange set of quarterbacks last year, they managed to still get themselves to eight and eight. So there's still something in this squad. I don't know what it is, but there's still something there. Um, obviously, the 
outgoing quarterback, uh, Mitch Trubisky, has uh, has moved on. Uh, they've also lost uh, Kyle Fuller to Denver. Charles Leno's been let go. Pretty big loss given the, the low price that they would have had to pay for him there. Um, but the big news for them was trading up to get Justin Fields, quarterback from Ohio State, sorry, the Ohio State University, uh, with the 11th overall pick from the New York Giants. They also picked Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma, sorry, Oklahoma State even. Um, but... He is injured at the moment. Um, the other only real signing of any note that we've gotten here is the fact that they picked up Andy Dalton on another one-year, ten million deal to be their starting quarterback. Dalton. And right now, Darren, according to Andy Dalton, this is his team. This is his time. But for how long? Good, good for Andy. You know, you got to believe. If you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you, really? <laughs> um, you know, it's the same if we're going to quick fire this. This is a decent roster. You know, they've, they've still got players from the, the Vic Fangio era. You know, like Ogletree's pretty, can be effective. Rokon Swift, Smith is like, you know, up and coming, playing for a new contract. And Eddie Jackson's just a ball hawk. Mm. Akeem Hicks is Akeem Hicks. Like this is a good team, and that's not even including Khalil Mack. I was like, just about to say you haven't yeah. mentioned the, the key player in there. And like, if they can win the ball in short field, I think Dalton will help them, like mm-hmm. with his experience and his adequacy, which is Adequ- all, yeah, okay. all you can really say. He he's adequate, mm-hmm. and I think that's all they're really aiming for this year. You know, okay. the, the issue they have is that if they look really bad. Both Nagy, and um, yeah, like they're, they're all, gone. They're all, there. they're all gone. The whole <laughs> team, and I think they should have just done it this year. They should have taken Fields and got a whole new framework. I think that um, they could have got Mike Lafleur as a head coach. They, mm. There's there was coaches available from the trees you're looking at this year. You think maybe Nagy's saying like, look, if we show that we got it right with Fields, we can maybe get you know. A nine and eight season, just hard to, weird to say nine and eight because yeah. it's like the, the extra it's game. Such this an year. American thing. Now we can't have a level. It has to be eight, eight and one. Of course, like, you can't. You, you know, can't have like anything. There's no five hundred. It has to be a winner or loss. And I think that's going to make a massive difference for coaches, some players. You know, the win bonuses and yeah, stuff. Yeah, perception. Um, but yeah, like if they can at least show that they're trending in the right direction, and Justin Fields is a hit, then it they might be thinking it might buy them some time. But it is really going to be hard to hard to say at this point i'm not entirely sure where they're going with it of course alan robinson's still there um some somehow managed to get through this without being traded away um uh, donald mooney still looks good they picked up marquise goodwin uh, apparently brashad perriman's on this roster now that's an interesting one um after being given big money or, or at least some money by detroit and then cut he got two million guaranteed, and then he was out the door after a couple of months. Detroit. Well, we're about to get to Detroit. But yeah. Detroit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all in good time. So he's going to come back and bite them in the ass at some point. Of course, uh, Jimmy Graham's still there, but whatever he means, I don't really know. Um. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think the, the the defense needs to step up because you've got some good big names there. And and you've got some some of those up and comers, and you've got people who flashed in the past. Like say Eddie Jackson has previously been great, but he's just diminished um, year on year since his big season. Um, Roquan Smith is becoming uh, a, a key player in this offense, and like through the middle. But yeah, you can't just you just can't look any further than Khalil Mack. Do you, do you see this team improving on last season's eight and eight, or 
do and they it's totally progress? depending on the quarterback like the defense is good enough for a winning season um robert quinn rocon smith and cleo mack that's you know christian jones that's good enough that's a well-developed defense mm-hmm. but matt nagy wasn't hired for his defense he was hired because he was a quarterback whisperer and he done such good things with alex smith and he helped you know get um patrick mahomes ready to play mm-hmm. that's not what he's hired for like how can i don't understand how man you can go three years into this experiment and have this offensive roster mm-hmm. like there's no offensive line to speak of they've had to patch in Jason Peters and stuff like that to just even get enough players yeah. and picking up Brashad Perryman off waivers and it's just not if I'm the the Bears I'm like it doesn't reek a conflict like, to me it's not you know you talk about um, the Jacksonville Jaguars and you know their new head coach and the mm-hmm. concept of being able to recruit mm-hmm. I don't think Matt Nagy can recruit because the players they've got they drafted so you think uh, Matt Nagy needs to go around to players' houses and yeah, I think we need to have do dinner. something because they're not. No one's playing, coming to join them. Mm. I'm a little bit concerned. Yeah, like I say, they didn't sign anyone of note other than Andy Dalton. Really, I've, I I do think that if Khalil Herbert plays the way he played in preseason and in practice, and everything they said they've been saying about him is true, then he can be a weapon, and that's an amazing draft pick. And that's why you drafted him in fantasy. Yes, I don't <laughs> trust David Montgomery at all. Wow. Um, Damien Williams is solid as well, but yeah, we're just waiting to see because I think if you've got some form of shotgun with Montgomery, Williams, and Fields out there, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Regardless of yeah. Robinson and Darnell Mooney and yeah. that. Right, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, um, I'm also going to. I'm, I'm actually going to ask you what you take on the 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 over and under here. Uh, I'm going to do that. Go back for the Packers first of all. So uh, the Packers, let's put the over at ten wins. Oh, definitely, definitely over. Okay, cool. Uh, Chicago. I think the uh, Packers can get ten wins with Buddy Jordan Love. If yeah. they to. Like it's such a, you know, they're built for this division. They're built for the cold weather. They're mm-hmm. built for. It. They know what they're doing. Okay, okay. Like, shut up. We've got to go. <laughs> we won't have so much time. Uh, seven and a half for the Bears. Oh. With Dalton under. Under? With Fields around about there. Like, so... I think Fields, they'll get like eight or nine wins. With Dalton, okay. they'll get like four. I think there's a big difference between the two. I see. Okay, okay. Interesting. Well, um, moving on to the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, head coach Mike Zimmer is still on the go there. They drafted Christian Darasaw uh, in the first round. Uh, I haven't managed to get their guy and just let him slip to them at number 23. Um, Kellen Mond was also drafted from Texas A&M, quarterback there to back up and potentially replace at some point Kirk Cousins. Now, apparently Kirk Cousins was notified of this development before it happened, unlike, you know, a certain other team in this division. Um, They also, uh, sorry, they didn't, that's from last season, actually, I've got something else in there, saying that they traded Stephon Diggs to Buffalo. Yeah, they did. that That was probably a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, that didn't work out so well for them, uh, I don't think. But I mean, actually, no, no, that's that's not that's lying actually, because they've they, they needed to move him on. Stephon Diggs didn't want to be there last season, so he he moved on. But um, they've also lost Cal Rudolph, who's gone. Riley Reef's gone to Cincinnati, and Anthony Harris has gone to Philadelphia. So seven and nine season last year, Darren. Um, obviously, there were some bright spots. Justin Jefferson, I think, being the key one. He looks like a really special wide receiver in this league. 
uh, to pair alongside Adam Thielen. That, that is one of the best wide receiver tandems in the league. Um, a little bit thin across the board otherwise. I think that that offensive line is ranked certainly, and I think in the bottom five in the NFL. Uh, but they've just gone and paid Brian O'Neill, um, probably one of the most average um, tackles in the league, um, as the second highest paid uh, tackle in the league. So, obviously, they still have Dalvin Cook back there. Um, Kirk Cousins does Kirk Cousins very middle of the road things, but you still love him for whatever reason. Not anymore. <laughs> on, on the on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you know they, they've got some they've got some players there, but I don't know. I just I really I'm not feeling this team, especially the depth. Um. Yeah, I'd be a little bit worried about Minnesota, and I'm not sure that they're even going to be able to improve upon seven wins. Yeah, I losing Anthony Harris is a a big loss for them. He's you know he's been with them for so long and that helping run that defense um, with Harrison Smith. Um, they we're playing. It's just I don't know what it is about this team. They just seem to be kind of playing it kind of a bit loose and fast with some of the stuff, like the stuff with um Everson Griffin to mm. cut him and let him go through waivers. Like that was dangerous because they mm. cut him knowing, I, I guess assuming they'd be able to re-sign him on a signing bonus. When yeah, get it more, was more uh, cap space, but yeah. someone picked him up on waivers. He was gone. Well, I mean, that's if he wanted to go as well. Like he yeah. could just say, "No, nah, I yeah. think really." So there must have been it was some a procedural kind of agreement thing. there. Yeah, but it's, it's just it's yeah, procedural. It seems strange, but like getting Daniel Hunter back will be important. But mm-hmm. yeah, of know, course, Mike, Michael just... Pierce is returning. They've got Dalvin Tomlinson coming in, so I guess through the middle they could be better. I guess it just depends, like at the quarterback spot. What do you think of Patrick Peterson? Because he's, to my eyes, a bit past it and I don't like saying that it's a shame um, and you've got Brashad Breland in there uh, <laughs> as well as Cam, Cam Dantzler is still there jobs, but, so. yeah yeah um, Xavier Woods come from Dallas and then of course you've got the like all pro Harrison Smith back there yeah it's, it's, it's like there's, a, there's, there's a lot of inconsistency along this team but like it could be good but yeah. at the moment that looks pretty middle of the road to me yeah i the defense is unfortunately probably where they're going to win and lose, and this like you know their offense is going to be middle of the road, you know depending on if their quarterbacks are on the field. Uh, of course, that's... Mike Zimmer ha- like often has a really strong defense, and last season was a bit of an exception. Um, so maybe he's just hoping to bring them back towards where they're supposed to be, uh, up at that upper end uh, on the defensive side of the ball. And I think that will be really important in order to make sure that you don't force too much of this offense, especially that offensive line to protect Kirk Cousins. Like I say, I like Cousins' wide receivers, but that offensive line with Garrett Bradbury and Ezra Cleveland, I don't really like that very much. No. And they've only got one left tackle, or mm-hmm. left guard, so yeah. And it's going to take a little while for Darasaw to bed himself in there, of course, as well. Like, you see that they're trying to do this right. They're trying. They've got. They've spent um, draft picks on Garrett Bradbury, Ezra Cleveland, and Christian Darasaw, amongst others. It's just not coming right for them yet. No, and it's. I think it's definitely a team for the future, and for some reason, I don't even know this. The Vikings just. 
But if Jefferson's performing and feelings doing feeling things and Dee Dee Westbrook can play to the contract they gave him, which was very little, you know, they they'll be functional. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't see them as being disastrous. I don't know if they're gonna compete really in this like they're kind of you know, situation is fortunate for them that the division is kind of in flux mm-hmm. other than the Packers, but mm-hmm. They're not going to beat the Packers. Yeah, right. Eight and, and a half wins. No, less. Less. Okay, cool, cool. Am I meant to be counting up in my head the wins for all the games, or is that fine? No, no, just, don't, don't, don't worry about it. This is just like... Eight wins. This, this is more just looking at it going like, eh, you know, how, how do you feel? It's not about calculations or anything like that. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, I am interested to see how the Kellen Mon thing happens here, because um, uh, I do think that he is actually maybe going to see some game time. Yeah, well, Kirk's in his last year of his deal, and, and he's unvaccinated apparently. So well, so's Kellen Mon. Mm-hmm. So, so like Mike Zimmer's aged about mm-hmm. twenty years and three weeks. Yeah, Jesus. So yeah, we'll see how see how that all pans out for them. Minnesota Vikings, where like the jury's out in them at the moment, I think. Uh, Detroit Lions, uh, a team who ha- are trying to really do something, but they're doing it section by section, it seems, because let me just go through this wide receiving core. Khalif Raymond, starting. Tom Kennedy. Trinity Benson. Kadaral Hodge. Oh, he's all right. Oh, Tyrell Williams. Quintez Cephas. And Amon St. Brown. Uh, we do like the look of Amon Ross and Brown. He does seem to be coming through there. Now, this is kind of a polar opposite from Minnesota because the offensive line here is actually looking really nice. Mm. Except for Penny Sewell, who's been getting eaten alive <laughs> recently. But, you know, maybe he just needs to find his feet and he'll get he'll get into it. But you've got Vitae, Frank Ragnar, Jonah Jackson and Taylor Decker along there as well. Uh, TJ Hawkinson at the tight end is probably going to be their main weapon. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams looks like their backfield. Um, and then on, but on defense, they really need some people to come good. Uh, they've got Michael Brockers in there. Trey Flowers hasn't quite lived up to his billing since coming over from New England. So what's Classic new? New England. Classic New England. Jeffrey Okuda has not played anything like, uh, like a, a top five pick corner. Um, you know, there's 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 some problems in, in this team. Um but, you know, maybe you just need uh, Motor City Dan Campbell getting these guys revved up and biting some kneecaps. Uh, Anthony Lynn comes in as the offensive coordinator after a rather interesting spell in um, San Diego slash Los Angeles. Um, yeah, I think they're not going to be great because, you know, they've got Jared Goff at quarterback and he's pretty limited if you don't give him the right receivers and scheme. But perhaps Anthony Lynn can still scheme something up here for him. I would just say, like, how are you going to do that with that wide receiving core? You've lost Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones in the offseason for starters. Yeah, I think they were um, they were happy to lose them. If they'd wanted to keep them, they probably could have matched and mm. done a bit more. But This is a rebuilding team. Yeah, they're, they can tell that by the weapons. Um, but, you know... Jared, this is Jared Goff's time. He's got what a year, maybe two, depending on who they draft next year mm-hmm. or how many. He's playing for his job in a way that he needs to get them at least like three or four wins. Because if they go like two and fifteen, Jesus, then that's first overall pick stuff. Mm. You're going in and getting Spencer Rattler, yeah, or, you know, I, you, that, 
He's done. At, at the moment... So he's got to get wins if he wants to keep his job. <laughs> There's no way around it. At the moment, like the, the college football quarterback scene is probably what they'll be watching very closely this offseason. And it's not been fantastic to this point, I gather. Um, I think Spencer Rattler was probably the only one that people were like, yeah, this guy's a nailed on, like, you know, top pick sort of deal. But it's not in the same vein as Trevor Lawrence or anything like that. But then after that, you've got like Sam Howell from um, NC State. Yeah, even rubbish on Sunday. Yeah, it's, it's, um, you just don't quite know if it's even going to be worth it. But the the first overall pick is probably off the table because at the moment that's uh, Houston's. Um, unless something crazy happens, um, but yeah, I, 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 I don't really like Detroit. I don't think many people do. Um, apparently, the over under is at four point five for this team, or five. What would what would you say with that? And is there a, any bright spots on this team that we need to be looking for? Um, I don't want to dwell on Detroit. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I think. They're going to, in terms of rushing the passer and on and you know as you said like biting kneecaps and being a defensive team, they'll be fun, you know. In some of these like NFC North weather games, you know, I think they'll have a lot going for them with you know Michael Brockers trying to prove himself for a new deal, and then Jamie Collins will be looking for a new deal as well. So th- that's Flowers, Brockers, and Collins. That. They can do some damage if they're on their game, and it's about Anthony, it's up to Anthony Lynn to they finally get them there because they haven't been able to get them. Well, see, it's hard to be on your game when you're in Detroit and not New England. That's yeah. that's the real problem here. Um, yeah, they're like bottom tier offense, bottom tier defense. Uh, PFF has actually has them ranked as the the worst team in the league, even below Houston, which I find incredible. Um, I don't know how I think that PFF does balance on the weapons a bit more than yeah, yeah. So if you don't have weapons, they just don't think you're going anywhere. Uh, it's that concept of there's 400 yards in every game, and how are you going to get them? Mm. It's like yeah, if you don't have any weapons, that makes that analysis and stats yeah. really difficult to to say otherwise. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 not a great situation, but um, I I I see I see a way out of it for them, just not this year. No. Right. Uh, so we had, like I said, the over-under. Uh, let's put it five. Under. Under. Okay. This is the probably, unfortunately, because the Texans can't do anything right, <laughs> this is probably the worst record in the league, I think. I think the Texans wow. have a chance to like win one or two games they shouldn't. Yeah. Just because the coach is playing, like, coaching for his job. And, like, Dan Campbell knows he's going to be there next year, like, mm. unless he's they're awful, awful. Mm. But if their rookies show out and they're able to, Show some stuff. Dan, Dan Campbell won't let them be awful because he'll just he'll bite people's ears off and stuff like that if he needs to. Um, okay, so we managed to get through our division in. Oh, 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 I'm checking. Bear with me. Thirty minutes. That's bad. Okay. Right. We... <laughs> let's let's speed it up. Sorry, guys. We're gonna have well, to go quicker. Let we go with the NFC East next, and we'll just smash. Right? Oh, okay, okay. If, if you want to, right. Yeah. So the the NFC East, starting with the Washington Monuments. Sorry, uh, football team. <laughs> Monuments is a better name than the ones it is. they picked. That's like the first thing that came to my mind. I, it sounds to me like they're probably just going to keep this football team I think there's name. so many colleges. Mm-hmm. Next, like Virginia, Maryland. Yeah. Um, Baltimore's right there. I, I think just being the professional football team is 
kind of a classy way to go about it. I guess like, so. You know, you're it not keeps gonna, it simple. You're not the you're not the Terrafins or the you know the the Maryland team. You know, you you don't have a name. So, being the professional team when you're surrounded by Virginia Tech, West Virginia, Maryland, like there's so mm. many big colleges that get like eighty thousand to a game, mm. then. You're yeah. doing a terrible job of getting through this real quickly. Yeah, that's now, right. But... I just, I loved, I just loved how bad they were. Like the Red Hogs. What yeah, even is that? I know, I know. Is that like an American thing? I, I probably. <laughs> so uh, the Washington Football Team, they kind of started to come good last year uh, to the point where people are really ramping up the hype uh, on on that defense, which is excellent, and the offense, which has added to some weapons now. So you've got Terry McLaurin. There is obviously a, a, a big player, excellent from last season. Uh, Diani Brown came in in the draft. Um, they also signed uh, was it Jam- Jamin Davis. Yep, yeah, he was uh, the, the linebacker that people were loving. Uh, Jared, Pe- Jared Peterson's making some uh, some noise at running back. Uh, there's a guy called Cameron Cheeseman who's their long snapper. I think that's quite interesting. They did lose Ronald Darby uh, and Ryan Kerrigan, but... They've got Ryan Fitzpatrick in the building, along with Curtis Samuel and William Jackson. So, Ryan Fitzpatrick, this is his team. You got Taylor Heineke was paid some money to be his backup, but this is going to be a fun team this year, I think. Yeah, I just want to shout out Eric Flowers for just jumping around NFC's teams and getting that bag when you're literally a spin bag. door, like revolving door. Um, well, yeah, he is so, in that team. Though. So. Props to him for getting another job. It was unexpected. Um, I, I just want to see the connection between, you know, McLaurin, um, Fitzpatrick and Gibson. That's the three most recognisable players on the offence and they're the ones that they're going to be leaning on to win games. Um, and just the development of Chase Young. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone more fun than Chase Young? Like, Chase Young is such a... And this is the problem when, you know, rubbish teams get good players. So we haven't really been able to really take into account how good Chase Young actually is, um, just because you know he's not been playing against the best. But there's a reason why, you know, Jones has dropped the ball so many times. Yeah, and it's because he's playing against Chase Young. Pretty sure he fumbled it like four times in one game against them. So um, I'm just I'm um, I'm hyped for the young guys to get a shot. This is one of those teams, you know, like Montez Sweat, Chase Young, Antonio Gibson. I just want to see them develop. Yeah, and there's nothing better than having fits to help you do that. So it looks like they're they're building a team the right way. Like I I don't think many people see them as quite being Super Bowl contenders just yet, but they are moving in the right direction. Yeah, and with someone like Fitzpatrick, a quarterback, you, you just know. yeah, exactly. You you never know. Um, I think it was Greg Rosenthal who kind of joked. Actually, no, no, no. It was um, it was Sam Monson on PFF who like jokingly predicted that this team would make it to the championship game, and then said, "You know what? Put them in the Super Bowl. Why not?" <laughs> um, I I can't quite see them doing that, but um, yeah, like it's it's looking it's looking better. It is definitely a team going in the right direction. Um, I'm still not totally sold on everything as being top tier. The defense is like yeah. top tier. I'm like looking at that and it's like Jonathan Allen and Landon Collins and mm-hmm. Kendall Fuller. Like, these are pros. These guys know how to win games. Yes. And, you know, um, I'm here for it. The NFL's back. It is, it's man. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I can, uh, you, you're, see, you're getting more color in your cheeks again. <laughs> like, like just before we started this, we kind of thought that Darren might lose his um, his, his curry all over the, everything, but um, it's, uh, it's 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 brought you back to life. It has, this yes. this game reinvigorates us. Watch a preseason game. 
after this. I'm why? so hyped. No, don't, don't bother with that. Just <laughs> save yourself up for, for tomorrow and we've got it. Not much longer to wait now. Um, so the Washington football team, um, obviously we're trying to go this faster. I'm sorry, guys, but eight and a half wins. Not over, just because they have to play this division primarily. I think they're getting yeah. five five wins, probably. I think the Eagles away is probably the one where they'll they'll probably struggle because it's outdoor mm, okay. and stuff. Interesting. But I think Might just depend on when it happens, I would yeah. say, but entirely possible. I mean, I would still be wary of uh, the team that we'll talk about, not next, but shortly afterwards. You know, a, a team that looks like they could have a good roster, but there's certain things that need to be allowed for. But before we talk about that team, the New York football giants went 6-10 and ten last season, um, and now they have head coach Joe Judge uh, coming back. They've made some improvements ac- across the board, I think. Uh, Kenny Galladay coming in at wide receiver once he gets himself fit. Uh, they also brought in Aziz Ojolari, the linebacker from Georgia. Uh, San Kenny Galladay, Dory Jackson, Kyle Rudolph, I'm not so sure about that one. Uh, they also had John Ross in this roster for a little while, but yep, guess what? He's gone. Uh, they did lose Kevin Zeitler to Dallas, and Dalvin Tomlinson went away to Minnesota. So they finished 6-10 last season. Of course, they were without Saquon Barkley for the whole season. The offensive line didn't develop like we hoped they would. Sterling Shepard and everyone else was out injured for ages, so Darius Slayton stepped up to the plate. And played pretty well, but... War Eagle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just don't really know like what you're going to get from, from last season. But yeah, I, I, I still don't particularly like this team. But it's got some individuals that are of interest to me. Yeah, you can tell that they're a little bit gamey on the offensive line. Like, it's taking a little bit of time. Like, Will Hernandez... Not really shown it yet. Yeah, like, the offensive line like is the Zeit- main problem. Zeitler going is a big thing because that means that all they got for Beckham was mm. Peppers, and they and is it O'Shane? No, it was it was O'Shane Zimenez was one of the picks. Was that like mm-hmm. they just don't have um the the depth? You can see that by the fact that Nate Soldier's written about four times, <laughs> and all, gonna, all his backup yeah, as well. Yeah, so he's they're going to be relying on Nate Soldier and. The money they're paying Nick Soder to fill in some gaps, mm. and I think what they're gonna, the way this team looks to be built is not so much for Slayton and for Ingram as it is more for Shepherd and Tony. Well, there's I no point they, building a team for Evan Ingram when he's always injured. Yeah, as, as once again he is. I think they're they're just looking primarily at getting the ball out fast. They don't want it in Daniel Jones's hands because if long. he drops yeah. it, yeah, yeah, like of course, well, like they're going to really need to have like some Andrew Thomas step up at left tackle because he wasn't great last season. He was a real problem. Uh, Will Hernandez, uh, similar vein. And, like you saw it every now and again, there was some some good offensive line play there, but n- n- nah, it's it's not consistent enough by a long way yet. On the defensive side of the ball, they brought in Logan Ryan to play free safety alongside your bro Peppers, James Bradbury, and Adoree Jackson. That's not a bad defensive backfield. Quite surprisingly so. But then up front, I'm not entirely sure about it. You've got Dexter Lawrence, who's for whatever reason listed as a defensive end here, but to my mind, he should still be in interior. Uh, Leonard Williams is listed as interior there too. Blake Martinez, he usually tackles someone um, after being run through for four yards, so... He makes yeah. the tackle eventually, but 
Yeah. It's, it's a team that's like so slightly less than middle of the pack that that can just like be too much of a weakness for you. Yeah, I just want to see Saquon get a tunnel just a couple of times, get like a little bit of a tunnel through the wall <laughs> so you can actually do something. I think he was like average like four yards a run in his like second season before he was injured and like three of them were unexpected yards. Like he had mm. to make it happen himself. Yeah. There's no blocking for him. He's having to dodge players as soon as he gets the ball. And, yeah. So and key, they, key here if, is the offensive line needs yeah, to step if they up. Could, well, if they can speed it up and get Tony and Shepard mm-hmm. on slants and get the game moving quicker, that will create opportunity for Saquon to run the ball, get the clock down. Yeah. Like, but they are. I think your your skill position players have improved this season. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Offensive line is still a problem, though. So wide wide receivers looking better, uh, healthier. That's good. Like I say, that defensive backfield's good. But when we do the FC, the irony with the Giants is that the, it's a very similar building project to the Jets. They <laughs> seem to have picked the same kind of players, and like you know, between you know Tony and Elijah Moore, and mm. like they're trying to do the same thing, get faster because they haven't got the line. Yeah. They haven't got the stability, so they have to speed mm. the game up. Speaking of the line, yeah, I don't seven and a half. Ah, oh, lower. Oh. It's such a <laughs> rock fight of a division that someone's got to get the wins, but Jason Garrett and Joe Judge and I just don't see it. I'd say under. Yeah, you know, I, I think the Eagles are a complete unknown. If Jalen Hurts is anything mm. like a quarterback, then the Eagles have a better team than this team. Mm. So I'm going to say under. Okay, I, th- I think given the improvements that they have made, and you know, offensive linemen often take a little while to develop. I do, th- I do think that this could still be a bit of an improved team. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give them eight wins this season. So good job, New York. Um, the Dallas Cowboys was the team I was alluding to earlier on. So Micah Parsons already looks like an All Pro. People are just sending him to the Hall of Fame already. The linebacker from Penn State went twelfth overall, and he's just a physical specimen. And he is just shredding people in preseason like they are nothing. Um. People were maybe expecting them to pick up a cornerback, um, but they, they did not do that until um, much later on. But they, they, they do have you know, people coming through there as well. Didn't sign too much. Uh, Keanu Neal's come in. Uh, they did lose uh, Shadobi Awuzie, Andy Dalton, Cam Irving, if you care about him. But again, like the story of this team is the quarterback and the return of Dak Prescott to a lineup. And a wide receiver core that includes Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Cedric Wilson, C.D. Lamb. Like, that's that's a nice nice punch you've got, got there. And the offensive line has just lost Zach Martin to COVID, which is not ideal for the for the beginning of the season. Uh, they did also lose, um, oh, what was his name? The, the center, I've forgotten his name, unfortunately. Um, it does escape me, but... You've still got some some strength along there. Terrence Smith's not quite what he used to be. You've got Ty Nsecki still backing up along there. Uh, Connor Williams, uh, Tyler Beatis, uh, Lyle Collins playing right tackle, Zeke Elliott in the backfield, of course. Oh, and King Greer has been signed as the backup quarterback, or third quarterback anyway, behind Cooper Rush. Over on the defensive side of things, it's there's some star names here. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Randy Gregory, Micah Parsons, Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch. Now, of course, they were questionable last season. But 
is this the year that Dan Quinn manages to pull it together for them? Oh, I think it's definitely an upgrade, Dan mm. Quinn, over um, the old lad. He was so rubbish, I don't even care what his name was. <laughs> um, they, their defence has improved just in terms of, you know, Trayvon Diggs is a good pickup yep. in the draft. Um, none of this matters if Van Der Esch and Smith are as bad as they were last year. Because... Um, there are just massive holes in the middle of that team for some reason. Like, Odell Beckham ran for like 220 yards or something because they just kept handing him the ball because <laughs> there was no one to tackle him. him. Which seems so strange after that first season with them together. And now, now that Sean Lee's departed, they just can't do anything. Yeah, and at least they're not so reliant on that now. Like, mm. you know, Sean Lee's on the field, they're a winning team. Sean Lee's not on the field, they're a losing team. Like, that's just stressful for any coach. Um, but, you know... They're on hard knocks. They <laughs> didn't come across as the most disciplined and organized, like organization on. This hard is hard knocks. knocks, though. Like, yeah, but it's McCarthy. I don't think McCarthy's very good either. No, I mean, um, but I think that, that the talent seen... you've got there is is too good. I, I, I actually, I do rate Dak Prescott. I do rate that wide receiving core. I do rate Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator. I think that offensive line is still pretty good as well. Um, it's maybe just, you know, it, it drops out of the top 10, perhaps, with Zach Martin not in the lineup. I think that is a weakness. Um, they're definitely a modern team. They're like they're going for that, like, McVeigh kind of, how many, uh, um, how many offensive drives can we get mm. back? So as long as the defense can win them some ball, they should win games because they can shoot out with anyone. Yeah. And they like, just have to win possessions. They have some talent on defense, but that um, defensive backfield is definitely a, a, a problem. So at the moment, they've got Anthony Brown and Trevon Diggs starting at corner. I um, think Diggs is ready to start. I know he's 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 going to be a good player. I think there's mm-hmm. no doubt that Diggs is a good player. But you, I just, you're right. There's not enough um, experience there. Yeah, we've got uh, Demonte Kaziz in there too, but I think Malik Hooker is probably going to end up playing a bigger role. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would be thinking that Dallas are going to be in some shootouts this year. Yeah, um, which makes them interesting to watch. Um, I know that some people of a certain generation are just fed up with the Cowboys, but to, to, like I've grown up with them never really winning anything, so it's fine with me. Uh, God, like I can't, can't wait. Like for four years old last time they won. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah, God, like my my kid's going to grow up to be a Patriots fan or something like that, and I'd be like, you just don't don't get it. They were just oh, I can't can't cope with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. There's no way I'm going to let a kid of mine be a Patriots fan yeah. and sooner disown him or her. New England, or they. Hot take. New England, once Belichick retires, are going to move to Portland or something. <laughs> <laughs> as far away from everything as possible. So the Dallas Cowboys. Um, is there anyone else in here we should be looking at other than Will Greer? No, I just, I, I just find it hilarious when teams pick up Keanu Neal because it's literally you get half a game out of him and he breaks his own neck targeting someone, mm. and then he never plays again. Yeah. Which happened twice with Atlanta. <laughs> so it's like, can we... It's not like the defence is... It's all on the defence. It's like I said, they have to win possessions, and mm. the best player, the best players are going to be Terrell Basham and Demarcus Lawrence, I think, mm-hmm. in doing that, I think. What do you think of Micah, pa- Micah Parsons? Uh, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There's, there's they always seem to get Astad. Like, give mm. it for Jerry Jones. He knows how to pick players that he can sell Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can, can get him. his, like, money, you know? Like, yeah. 
you know, Dak's a good-looking guy. His name's Dakota. Of course you're going to... Dakota Rain. Like, yeah, yeah. Of it's course you're going to draft him. You know, it's Dakota like... Dakota Rain. Well, he's... Now, like, D- Dak Prescott was on pace for something like 6,000 yards last season and uh, 50 touchdowns before he got injured. Um, is, is he... they were going the other way on it as well. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> is... Um, it, like, is Dak going to come back and be the same player that he was? Is he going to be better? Or is he took, worse? Um, 10 seconds down, come on. No, I think it'll take a while. That injury, you know, it's taken other players in different sports a long time to mm-hmm. come back from mm-hmm. that kind of compound ankle mm-hmm. nonsense. Yeah. So, um, I really want to. I mm-hmm. love Cooper. I love CD Lamb. They can be so much fun if they're ready. Yeah. So, I, I hope they are. I want shootouts. I want entertainment yeah it'll make them more watchable yes. uh, like I, I i i can watch a team that's kind of garbage on defense if they've got a couple of stars in there that are interesting as long as the offense is interesting and really throwing up it makes it easier to get some people into the game when you just show them big plays on offense so the cowboys uh nine well over. 17 games they should be over okay okay uh, in that case, well, actually, no, I also think that they're going to be. I'm going to say push. I'm going to give them nine wins. Because uh, I. How daring of you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> actually, you know, I know what. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, why not? Give them nine. Um, okay. Let's give Philadelphia their flowers. Yay! So, Philadelphia Eagles drafted Devontae Smith uh, in the first round. So, by some people's reckoning, the best wide receiver in the draft, uh, even above uh, the likes of Jamar Chase, who keeps dropping the ball. Um, they signed Anthony Harris from Minnesota and Stephen Nelson from Pittsburgh, so you see what they're trying to do there, but they did lose Jalen Mills to New England and Deshaun Jackson's gone out the door. So they really need Jalen Rager to step up. Maybe our JJ Arcega Whiteside can do something. Quez Watkins is like someone that people kind of under the radar love. <laughs> radar love. <laughs> Great. Uh, Greg Ward Jr. is also there as well. So uh, there's a lot to prove on that wide receiving core. Uh, Jordan Mailata is getting the start at left tackle at the moment because of injury. Um, Jason Kelsey is still in the middle there, so still a pretty strong-looking offensive line. Zach Ertz is still listed as their starting tight end, but he kind of wanted out. The, 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 the main thing going on in this team, of course, right now is the quarterback situation, and a lot of people are saying that this is Jalen Hurts' team for this season. And then is that it? I don't know. I think it's it's tough to um, quarterbacks are such a different breed. Like Jalen Hurts hasn't really lost a game. You know, the first game he ever lost was like the championship game where he was replaced at halftime, mm. and Tua ended up bringing them back and winning. Like he, he didn't doesn't lose. That game lose. Then, did he? <laughs> well, well, he didn't win it, that's for sure. Yeah. But he doesn't lose. Like Jalen Hurts is a born winner who's always been good at what he does. So. Uh, so like, it's, so it's if you Tebow. give him, if you give Jalen Hurts the ball, I I can't see why he can't run this team. I think it's a, it is his job to lose. I think you is it, no, it's his job to win down. Um, but they're, they're, they're going to play Flacco. No, no, I meant like it's his job to win football games. Ah, oh, see what I did. So um, I think you like Jalen Hurts more than I do. I think he has still got a lot of potential, but I've yet to see it be. 
employed in a way that gives me full confidence in that team. Uh, I think he's got a good offensive line in front of him, so that helps things. Um, Miles Sanders is a pretty decent running back as well, but it kind of always flies under my radar. Yeah, I'm not like you know Miles Sanders. Mm. But then on, on defense, uh, you've got Avanti Maddox, Darius Slay, uh, Kayvon Wallace, Anthony Harris, Stephen Nelson. So like it's it's improved, but some of those guys I look at, like say Darius Slay, who's been kind of on the decline over the last few seasons, it makes me a little bit wary. But you know, you've still got Brandon Graham in there. Fletcher Cox is still uh, like shredding people to bits. Derek Barnett, Javon Hargraves, not bad as a as a run stuffer. But I, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't think that. Yeah, I, I'm just not filled with confidence with this team. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, there's too many questions, and it's mm. the same kind of thing with Detroit. It's like, are you trying to win? Because like the the weapons just aren't there. Any time Greg Ward is listed as like your number one option in anything, kind of shows that you really That's haven't a problem. you haven't really invested anything in that position. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll see what Devonta Smith can do. Um. Yeah, like he has the potential to make a massive impact as as a rookie. Or like, he could be rubbish. He's 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 just so. We've, we've we've never seen a, sound. We've never seen a player like him succeed though. Not in the NFL, no. So. It's a big ask. So I, I, I agree. I think that they have. They'll probably be in the running for the worst record in in mm, this, mm. and they'll be probably fighting with um, the Texans and the Lions for the the quarterback of their choice. I think it's uh, a a team that is like they are still in rebuilding mode, but like I don't really trust that coaching staff. Um, I, I, I don't like what I've seen from Nick Sirianni yet, but you know perhaps he is like just gonna run things in a completely different way. But yeah, I'm I'm not filled with confidence. And um, the over under for Philadelphia is uh, six and a half wins. Darren, what you got? Oh, round about there, maybe over, just because they can. You know they'll probably win a few home games, but it's going to be really tough for them. I'm going to take the under on that one. I think um, they were four and eleven last year. I, I think that they will improve, and I think health will 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 help them. But I I can see them maybe getting six because I just don't believe in that that quarterback at the moment, and uh, I think that the defense is a bit of a problem. But nice. like even even looking at this team, it's not the worst roster in the NFL. There's mm. still a lot there, but a lot of it is fading forces. Yeah, it and it's you know they've got um, you know Jordan Howard is injured and on the practice squad and then they, obviously they're doing some work with um Travis Fulham and Keyshawn Johnson in the practice squad as well. So there's weapons there to be utilized, if they decide to go that way. But it might be a blow it up. Mm. They might get three or four games into the season and decide that they're going to start really actively tanking. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that will do it for the NFC East. East. Um, yeah. Oh god. Oh, no. So that, that was twenty five minutes down. So we're improving. Yeah. Uh, NFC South. Let's just do this as quick as we can. Cause oh my god, it's late. Um. So the the New Orleans Saints. They were twelve and four last year. Um. Obviously, the big news was the departure of Drew Brees, who has retired. But his arm was a bit of a fading force over the last couple of seasons, anyway. So now we get to see the Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston uh, quarterback controversy type thing. But Jameis Winston's been named the starter. Yeah, I am actually excited about that 
because I think it, we haven't seen him since he's had his eyes done. Yeah, he's, he's had the LASIK surgery. He is uh, put like, that pass in the in in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, yeah one absolutely. pass. So it was like, oh yeah, we can it do looked, that. It looks great. But like, also, he's not in a Bruce Arian scheme anymore. So he's not being told, yeah, just go for it. Yeah, just chuck it. Just chuck it up there. Don't care. Now you have Bruce this guy, yeah. Super Bowl winner, by the way. Yeah, exactly. But um, under under the the tutelage of Sean Payton, perhaps he's gonna really u- utilize certain parts of Jameis Winston's game to say like, hey, no, you know what? Don't throw that interception. <laughs> and Jameis would be like, what is this revolutionary way of thinking? <laughs> Um, maybe like, just oh, if I throw check them down, <laughs> a check down once in a while. Yeah, yeah, that could be. So what you're saying is, if I throw the ball to my team more often, yeah. we have a better chance of winning. Win more games. <gasps> so, very. If we're gonna go quick fire, mm-hmm. Kamara, mm-hmm. Winston, yep, Marquise Callaway, uh huh, Cameron Jordan, Quan Alexander. If these guys are good. Then the Saints will be good. If they are good, then the Saints probably will be very good. Okay. So, eh. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, like, they, it's, they could be really good because it's a Peyton team. Still a pretty like strong roster for everywhere apart from the wide receiving core. Because I'm like Marcus Callaway's been lighting up a bit, but. I don't give a we're damn actually, about preseason. We're actually going to see Ty Montgomery be a wide receiver again. That's yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, interesting to see how Lil Jordan Humphrey goes. And that's actually like proper name, as I like to point out. Deontay he's Harris. Like six five, because that's always funny when that happens. Maybe yeah. Someone when he's a baby. He's, he's a big lad, probably. Um, the offensive line, of course, is still looking really good. Tron Armstead, Andres Pete, Eric McCoy, Cesar Reese, and Ryan Ramchek. Um the tight end room, I don't necessarily know what we think about Adam Troutman. Taysom Hill, what's going to happen with Taysom Hill this year? Best tight end in... He's going to be competing for best tight end in the league, I think. Mean. Like, so? I think people forget that he is a very good tight end when he's playing. I think that they'll use him in a gadget kind of gunner kick return. Yeah, of course they'll use him point, as a gadget. They may two-point well play guy. I don't think he'll be playing many QB snaps. I, I, I just think that... Taysom Hill, he's interesting, but I think he's just a bit of a. I don't know if if is the, using the term red herring like right here. It's like he's not really your problem. Like he, he, he makes you take notice of him. What's that whole thing around? There's there's playing a guy just to make the team think about that guy, even yeah. though you have no intention of you actually have, you, playing him. People have to account for him, but I still don't think he's that impactful yeah i have to i think if if taysom hill had come out and hadn't had to do you know which is his choice but to do the you know the mission the mm, two years mm. in between uni and yeah nfl he probably would have been a starting quarter he was, he's really good when he wants to he's, be. he's not he's not but a he's quarterback already like though. 28 and he's not a quarterback you like, can't put your 200 million dollar team you know mm-hmm. on his back it's just not not a viable. No. Not I when mean, you've only got Peyton for a few more years. And yeah, he he, he, he really struggled against the Denver Broncos team who had no quarterback themselves. Yeah, that was fine. Um, Remember when that happened? Yes, I do. I will never forget. <laughs> it was very interesting. And of course, Alvin Kamara is your your main man here. Um, they're going to rely on him a lot. But yeah, like I I actually feel really good about having Javis Winston as a starting quarterback here. Um, I think that he 
is a he's a guy. Now here's a guy who has thrown for over five thousand yards, and um, one of only like nine people to do so, or something like that. Maybe even less than that. Um, he's capable, and he's got Sean Payton. Yeah, I, I I just don't see why that would be anything other than like potential for success. On the defensive side of the ball, a little bit more questionable. Marshawn Lattimore, Marcus Williams, like they they flash. Um they completely mark Mike Evans out of a game, but everyone else through the course of a season don't really know what goes on there. Cam Jordan's still an absolute stud. Um Marcus Davenport will need to continue his upward trajectory. But yeah, good team. Um, but I, I, I you're still like, fearful for them. Yeah, I, I do feel like they're going to steal one off Tampa. Like that's kind of what they're built. Oh to yeah, play. yeah, they they're can built do. to play Tampa. They're built to maybe win the home game against them, but they might not be playing at home for a while, and they might win their play. Like you don't want to face New Orleans in the playoffs. Like you know, they're just one of those teams where if you get them and you have to play them away or mm. if they're they've been rolling, then you're just constantly stressed. Yes, indeed um, you are. So... They, they, they did lose Trey Hendrickson to Cincinnati, Janoris Jenkins, sorry, Jack Rabbit, I believe he is, officially changed his name to, Jack Rabbit Jenkins to Tennessee. Uh, Sheldon Rankins has gone to the Jets. Uh, didn't really sign much else. Oh, they did also draft Ian Book from uh, Notre Dame as another quarterback for that room. But, I love um, the quarterback room. It's just so interesting. Yeah, Trevor, Trevor Sim, Simeon's also in there. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, They'll win games. Yes, they will. Will they win nine or more games, though? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Someone's got to win the games. Um, As much as I kind of like the team, I'm going to give them bang on nine wins. I think it's going to be a little bit of a drop-off. I just don't like that wide receiving core. Mm. Uh, I think that's the real real problem for me. Um. Moving on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, obviously the sorry the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers went eleven and five last year. They drafted uh, Joe Tryon. Uh, sorry, did they draft him? Yeah, they did um, from from Washington and Kyle Trask as their backup quarterback because they didn't really need to do much else. No, they wanted um, to bring back everyone. Um, also, like keep an eye out for uh, Jalen Darden out of uh, is it North Texas, I believe. Um, they didn't need to sign anyone, like you say, because they just brought everyone back. Uh, an incredible rarity, but people obviously just saw, oh wait, so bringing Tom Brady in does actually guarantee you Super Bowl wins. All right, okay, we'll hang around. And that yeah, and team, to convert, oh man. What was it, something like 17 million of Levante David's contract into a signing bonus? Seems mm-hmm. like an, a, bit of a, a bit of a cheat. Like, I don't know why that... They, it's it must it's have been the way as... it worked out, but it seems like they were given a bit of room by the NFL there to do that. That hmm. seems very un, very um. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, hmm. lots of hmms. well, I would say that perhaps it's a certain person taking some uh, some some information from New England and uh, employing it here down in Tampa, perhaps. Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm just going to read out what my um, little blurb was from this last episode from last season. Behold the hype machine, TB12 in TB, Gronk out of retirement and along for the ride. One of the best wide receiver tandems in the league, improved offensive line, underrated defense. Do we believe in the hype or is Brady over the hill? Gronk half the player he was, 
Receivers going to suffer from a different quarterback. Offensive line going to crumble. Defense going to regress. No, they all came no, good. No, they um, came good. <laughs> they um, struggled against the Saints, but other than that, they... Um, well, they, they just constantly rose through the course of the season, really. They, they found their footing by the time I'm it mattered. this team and they've... Stephen McClendon was a high draft pick. Like they, they've just got a team. Like it just seems unfair that you can have Devin White, Levante David at the backfield, and then also have Dominican Sue, Shaq Barrett on one side, Jason Pierre-Paul <laughs> on the other side, Vita Vea. Up How do they afford all this? I know that all their all their their whole back um, field is pretty much rookies. You know, like Anton Winford and Sean Murphy Bunting and that, but. But they played so well. So good, yeah. Played so well. Sean Murphy Bunting really came into his own last season. But Antoine Winfield Jr. was a contender for defensive player of the season last year. Um, But yeah, just the the fact that they managed to bring back a team that was good enough to win it last season. It's 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 just it's never been done before. That or maybe been done once before. But again, that wide receiving core. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Jalen Darden, Scotty Miller's in there too. You've got Gronk out at tight end, Cameron Brait as well, OJ Howard, it's if he many, ever comes too many good. tight ends, though. Oh, like it's, it's everything apart from running back. But even then, Ronald Jones can still put up 200 yards on you. Playoff Lenny can do it whenever, you know, he, he gets the opportunity. He wants to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it just. Does he nothing has to get Giovanni time. Bernard on the veterans minimum as well. It's just yeah, it's just it's like the NBA. It's like when these teams get the the veterans for nothing because they want a ring. You know they have they have strength up front in their roster and depth. It's just it's really hard to find. And it, and if you look at their coaching, um, like you know if you say Bruce Arians and then maybe combine Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich as like a offensive coordinators and Todd Bowles. It's a strong coaching, like they're yeah. strong everywhere. There like is... if it was a rookie coach or something, and it was like, oh, you know, it's a really mm. good team, but you know, oh, we're not sure of the scheme and stuff. No, we're sure of the scheme. Mm. Todd Bowles is a great defensive coach. Bruce Arians will put up points, mm. and the, the squad is strong. Like, I can't see like this team could go unbeaten. I was, I was literally just about to ask you, are this team beatable? <laughs> um, and you believe potentially not. Um, 12 wins. Yeah, they're going to be like, what? In a 17-game season. 15 well. wins, 14, 15 at least. I'll, I'll, the only team I worry about against is the Saints, and it's just that familiarity builds contempt, and I think that you... Is that how that works? Breeds okay. contempt, yeah. So, so, familiarity breeds... Okay, whatever. Okay, I'm, 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 we don't have time to debate this. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, they're very good. I certainly think that they will be better than 12 wins, but um, it's the NFL. You're going up against professionals week in, week out. I still I think maybe it's going to be about, you know, 13, I would say. And um, they, must, they might also play it so that they rest players. And, you know, yeah, it's the oh, Tom Brady course, team, so they course. might take games. No out. one really knows how this 17-game season is going to end up working out. It could end up being drastically different. Well, I did see the thing that said that a lot of the reasons why teams are paying their backups and getting backups that m- m- match the qualities mm. of their qu- their starting quarterback because yeah. it used to be like you'd have Zach Mettenberger and like someone completely different mm. to your and now everyone's the same you know um and I think that's because a lot of teams expect that they might have to play their backup for a half yeah in, yeah. in, in throwaway games so they can it's a long year 
and you can tell that by like every player is getting like two million or something just to play in that one game this every, year. every time we add a game onto the season it diminishes the value of each game just that little bit which i think is a little bit worrying and something that we need to consider but there's lots of money in games and people are going to watch them all yeah, so means you can add more at national games shut up and stuff. take my money uh, yes. nfl game pass um the carolina panthers 5 and 11 last year head coach matt rule um obviously <laughs> the have been in, in rebuilding mode for a little while there. They brought in Joe Brady as offensive coordinator. Um, they're they're like an interesting looking team. They've they've got uh, like an improving looking wide receiving core with Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. They brought in Terrace Marshall Marshall Jr. from LSU. Um, Sam Darnold is the quarterback now though. Uh, Christian McCaffrey returns from injury. Uh, they brought in Chuba Hubbard and Royce Freeman as well, uh, but. If you're prioritizing signing Cam Irving from Dallas and Pat Elfline <coughs> as your as your like key signings of free agency on the offensive line, what are you doing with your life? Because those are two guys that are not very good at all, really, and they get paid a bit of money. Yeah. The the what I will say about the Carolina Panthers is that we haven't really had a chance to see what Matt Rule can do and unfortunately this year we might not see it because it's Darnold mm. um, it's all on Darnold if Darnold's good then this team's probably going to be better than expected and if Darnold's rubbish then they're going to be right where everyone expects them to be so um, where, and where do you think that he's going to be Darren do you think Sam Darnold is a better I just think there's not enough like the good coaching qualities that Matt Rule brings cannot lift some of the talent on this team up. Like I said, the the, the offensive line is a bit mismatched. You know, Matt Paredes has been trying to retire for about five years. <laughs> they keep bringing him back and paying him more money. And I think, you know, he's just long for the ride. And then the key players are going to be McCaffrey on the, on the offense. They're just, they're going to ride him. You don't him. say. They're just going to ride him. And Brian Burns has the potential to be a game changer on defense. But I just don't know what you're doing when you take Horn. Considering you could get Eric Stokes and that at the end of the round, mm, I mean, take JC Horn there and not get Fields or not get Mac Jones. Well, that was something that surprised everyone, uh, least of all myself, who said, oh my God, yes, this means that Denver can definitely draft Justin Fields or Mac Jones and I'd be happy with either one. And they didn't. But, you know, we got someone else who we'll get into later on. But... Some people just love J.C. Horn, man. And they have been trying to build up this defense over the last couple of seasons. If these picks start coming good from this year onwards, then, you know, they're going to have the last laugh. But it's, it is still a real rebuilding process there. Uh, like I say, J.C. Horn is, is in there. Jeremy Chin was uh, pretty interesting last year, too. Uh, Dante Jackson is the other cornerback on the other side. They brought in Hassan Reddick from uh, Arizona. Uh, Shaq Thompson's still there, linebacker. Uh, uh, Daquan Jones is coming from Tennessee. Derek Brown wasn't what we'd hoped he would be last year. And the aforementioned Brian Burns as well. So like, there's just a lot of youth there on that team. And uh, that worries me. Yeah. Between that and the offensive line like a cheese grater, it's um, it's not great for me yet. Not not the roster. Like I like what they're trying to do, but it's it's just not there for me yet. 
I think as a franchise and as an organization, you know, David Tepper as an owner and Matt Rowe as head coach and, you know, their big hits in the draft all being paid good money. The Panthers will come, right? I think they will have a good team over the next, within five years, I think they'll be a playoff team again. But right now, Mm. this is a rebuild and I don't really expect very much of them. Yeah, considering um, Sam Darnold has an incredibly low uh, PFF grade but under pressure it's it's less than 40 um, if you have him behind an offensive line like this one I'd be worried I think they're ranked something like 25th overall and I think that's been generous um, I, just, I just want check downs for 50 yard runs for McCaffrey which he'll get a few of if, he always yeah. does but that's not going to win you games like no. it'll get you garbage time points and stuff but you're not going to you're not going to be challenging, especially not when you have to play the Saints and mm. Tampa Bay four times. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would be a bit bit worried about Carolina. Um, they're setting the over at hmm, seven and a half wins yeah, for them. Under. Under? under? Yeah, I think I'd have to say under as well, even with the return of McCaffrey. Like like I say, though, I think they are going in the right direction. Yeah. Well, the young players that have signed and paid are good players. It's just you have to build a team. Um, you need to go in the right direction faster. Yeah, and I don't think they expected Cam Newton to fall off the way they... I think they were knocked out of their um, trajectory when that mm. shoulder got damaged and he just wasn't the player he was. So yeah, They're yeah. kind of been grinding to try and get back because they had players paid that were there to win now with yeah. Cam and they've had to move them on. Um, and you know, it's been quite painful for them they moving have. some of those players on. Mm-hmm. And they haven't got much back for some of them. No. But yeah, I'm. I think they'll be fun. Like okay. it's the NFL, it's gonna be fun. Everyone's every game is fun. Everyone's good, but they're just it's too much of an ask. I think on any given Sunday, anything can happen except for the Carolina Panthers winning this division. Yeah. So, another team who's in a bit of a rebuild uh, these days is the Atlanta Falcons. So just a few years removed from that Super Bowl um, loss, unfortunately, which I am still not over. Uh, not even as Atlanta fan, just as someone who hates the Patriots. Uh, Arthur Smith, the mastermind behind that Tennessee offense of the last few years, comes in as head coach. Uh, Dean Pease has been brought out of retirement, a defensive coordinator as well, so obviously uh, good mates with Mr. Smith. Uh, Julio Jones has departed, but they have signed someone who's already in the Pro Bowl, apparently, uh, tight end Kyle Pitts. Um, who at the moment is still behind Hayden Hurst in the depth chart. I don't think they need to rush him, but... You you see him flash and like boy does he look good. Uh, Calvin Ridley, uh, like is he going to still be the same player without Julio Jones on the other side from him? Uh well, ever there's a lot of good talk about Russell Gage. Yeah. Um, and oh, I just don't know. You know, I I really like there's players that jump out to me. Like I love Matthews. At left tackle, I think he's such a good player. Like Caleb mm, Jake Matthews, yeah, been a pretty decent um, draft pick for them. So I think the offensive line is enough for Arthur Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. to work with. And Matt Ryan's Matt Ryan. You know, he's going to get his four thousand yards as long as he's on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think this team's a shootout team, just like last year. They're going to be in games where they score thirty, but they concede forty. Oh yeah, the, the the defense I've not touched on yet because uh, it's. 
really quite dire. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you got Grady Jarrett in there, who we he's know is the, good. He's like the only player that actually ever paid. Well, this, it, team. this whole team is yeah. kind of Deion Jones as well. Yeah. De- De- Deion Jones is in there as well, a linebacker. Um. But then I'm looking at the rest of that, and oh, you got Jerron Harmon from Detroit. Mm. Fabian Moreau. I want Moreau to be good. AJ AJ Terrell wasn't there last year, but no rookie cornerbacks were. Uh, Jacoby Tuyoti Marner, Marner, uh, Jonathan Bullard, Tyler Davison, Davison. That's Tyler. Yeah, I know, but it's just it's written really <laughs> funny. Um, Dante Fowler Jr. is also in there. Um, like big money signing, but I don't think he's a big money player really. Like like you say, like this, this defense might be among the worst in the league. Uh, and I don't say that lightly. They did also bring in Mike Davis, sorry, on the running back core. Matt Ryan, of course, is still at quarterback. Yeah, I think you're, you're, you're about right in terms of shootouts. I don't think they're going to be as effective on offense as they have been over the last few years, even with Arthur Smith as head coach, because I just think the loss of Julio Jones is just too much. Um, I think he just makes you have to account for him so often that it, it, just, it just makes it that much more difficult now being Calvin Ridley, like Ridley will still get touchdowns. He'll still get yards. He's still an excellent player. I like him a lot. Yeah, but there's just nothing. There's only really so much you can do for jump, other guys. Jumping out. This is like you know, one of the ironic things that we've had over the past few years is that everyone's saying, oh, you know, the wide receivers coming out are, you know, they're so it's such a deep position now. You don't need mm. to pick highly. But you look at the Eagles. You look at the Falcons. You look at the Panthers, and you're like, but you need someone. Like, yeah, there is something to the name, mm-hmm. and even if like someone isn't performing at their absolute best, they'll take Odell at the Browns or Julio last year. So you said you you can't leave them alone, even if they are like, mm-hmm. you know, not playing as well as they can. They could play really well in the game you play against them if you scheme them that way. Yeah, so yeah. I think when you look at this team, it's just I don't know if Ridley's a true number one, and I think they need to give Kyle Pitts his time mm-hmm. if Cal Pitts takes the ball and runs which is his job you know yeah, he's got usually, to take it yeah, up yeah. the air and run with it and he's good from the day one that changes this offense yeah if he takes a while and then the team is going to take a while yeah it's as simple as that um I just saw a guy uh, called uh, uh, Parker Hess there who's the tight end and for some reason I thought his name was Parker Covid Hess because <laughs> just the way that this is written on this screen in front of me but um much like the New York Giants this offensive line they've tried to fix it with draft picks but fixing an offensive line with draft picks is really is a long slog you know, Caleb McGarry hasn't been great Chris Lindstrom hasn't been great I think Matt Hennessy was also a draft pick of theirs. Hasn't been great. Um, they can grow together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a problem. Um, yeah. and, but that's just a, like something which we're seeing more and more in the NFL these days is that the offensive line is just such a rarity these days. It's, it's really hard to find someone to slot into these positions and yeah, mm. I, I, very similar to the Giants. This this team, like they've they've got a little bit more to them. We're maybe a little bit more certain about some of the players there. But then there's big questions. Yeah, and I, I like the Giants' defense more than this one probably. Yeah, I, I one of the things that jumps out to me as well is that both the tight starting tight ends for this team are offensive weapons. Like mm-hmm. they 
they get open. Hayden Hurst and Kyle Pitts, that's, they're there to catch the ball. Lee, Lee Smith is also there. You don't notice him? <laughs> oh, right. Who's Lee Smith? Right. If Lee Smith can block for a running game... He, he, is, a, he is a blocking tight end, yeah, yes. He better be, because they haven't got anyone else to block. He's like a 300-pound tight end. <laughs> yes, well, then, okay, he's their best defensive lineman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reading this. Effectively. You might not be far away from that, actually. <laughs> it's It's tough. It's a tough ask, this division. You know, someone's got to win those games, but um, it's the NFL. They'll be fun, but they're not going to win anything. In, indeed it is. Um, now, I think... Uh, okay, so the Atlanta Falcons... Seven and a half wins. They'll be roundabout there, I think. Matt Ryan will, you know, tide lifts all ships kind of thing. I just think that defence is too big a problem. I think I'm going to go under... Um, maybe by a couple as well actually maybe later in the season if there's been a few good games we can talk about it but I, I still don't understand why Matt Ryan is under pressure well because he is like quarterback so important and he he's still really good I don't really mm-hmm. get the whole idea of moving on from him I think a team like the Eagles or the Giants would take Matt Ryan in a bloody heartbeat uh, well, I even I, think I, the Rams would have taken I Matt Ryan I was just going to say if this team tanks out of the gate is Matt, Ryan, is Matt Ryan a trade, can, trade candidate before the deadline, which I believe is still week eight? Depends on how bad um, Jones is mm-hmm. at the Giants and um, mm-hmm. if Staff, Stafford gets injured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. But you've got to take on his contract. But he's nearing the end of that contract. Isn't he last year now? So you could probably Something convert like that, yeah. quite a lot of it if you were going to trade for him. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Anyway, right, let's move on. We are trucking along all right i suppose really so we did that one a little bit quicker so we're an hour 20 into this one darren but come on let's do it let's see if we can plow through 10 minutes on the best division the in best division in football oh <laughs> damn it oh okay okay here we go so let's just make it start 20 minutes on season collins and rondell moore i know right so the seattle seahawks pete carroll's still there shane waldron is now the oc ken norton jr at the defensive coordinator position we like seattle Big Russ is still great there. Um, obviously, started off so hot last season before falling away, uh, losing the offensive coordinator his job. Um, just the way that Seattle build them, their teams is usually just like, oh, not really much on offensive line, but they've tried to do something about that this year at least. So Dwayne Barnes in there at left tackle, and I believe they're paying him. Uh, they brought in Gabe Jackson from uh, Las Vegas, which is a fantastic signing as far as I'm concerned. Certainly comparison to everything else that they've got along that line. Uh, Brandon Shell was you know, all right, kind of a middle-of-the-road right tackle. And then your skill position players, you got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Dwayne Eskridge could be a, a real weapon. Will Disley. Yeah, Will, Will Disley, uh, a tight end. They brought in uh, Gerald Everett, who's you know a bit, a bit athletic, rangy sort of tight end. Um, but to me, it's the defense that's a problem again. Like that defensive line in particular is um, not great. Yeah. LJ Collier hasn't stepped up yet. Puna Ford's about all right. Al Woods, oh, Benson Mayoa. Um, Jordan Brooks hasn't been anything yet. You've got Bobby Wagner in there is obviously fantastic. DJ Reed's not bad. And Jamal Adams. But Jamal Adams is your best pass rusher. And yeah. he's, he's a safety. It's not how that's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, the, the issue with them is that their two high draft picks last year, Jordan Brooks and Marquise Blair, just haven't... They haven't jumped out in the way you need them to. Like, the, 
they just don't have enough on defense. It's a very, um, very holy. They just don't have enough. Yeah. So I think... well, you're expecting your rookies to come in and play straight away. And yeah. if Bobby Wagner has an off day, the whole team has an off day. But where's Jamal Adams is there, obviously. Yeah. I mean, getting uh, Condre, Drake, Condre Diggs in is at least helping improve at that position, uh, free safety. But yeah, like, I, it just doesn't look very stable to me. No. I I just want to see more. Like, There's something about the Seahawks where they just haven't seemed to have invested. Or, and I think it's kind of what... Um, what they were talking about, what Russell Wilson was arguing about, was that they just... Where's the investment? Like, You exactly. know, you've got the Rolls-Royce quarterback, <laughs> but like, it just doesn't jump out. Like Chris Carton and Rashad Penny, they've had four years to get that to work. And neither of them like jump off. Like, They, they need a bit more talent, I think. I, I feel as if it's, it's a team that is not building the roster quite right, but they're locking out with certain things. Obviously, you've got Russell Wilson back there who makes everything so much easier. So you don't necessarily need to be investing in some of these spots. But imagine if you gave Russell Wilson time. Yeah. And imagine it's if you gave... The left tackle. Yeah. And imagine if you gave the, that defense a pass rush. That that would change things so so drastically out there. Obviously, they've, they've tried with LJ Collier. But everyone thought that LJ Collier pick was so out of left field. They just like it was just not understandable, um. So like, but they still find ways to win purely because they got Russell Wilson on that team, and that that, that wide receiving core is one of the best in the league, uh, if a little bit thin, of course. Um, I reckon if they were to lose a DK Metcalf or a Tyler Lockett for any length of time, they would be in some some trouble. But yeah, Russell, they, Russell they get them out of that. They don't really have anyone they can quickly call up on their. On their um, practice score, that so they're going to be looking at, um, you know, getting in players off the waiver wire and that yeah. to fill roles if there's injuries. Mm-hmm. So, so the this question for you though, if okay. Houston are terrible, which they will be, uh huh, would you, if you know you're the Seahawks, say you're like I don't know six and three or you know something halfway through the season, mm-hmm. and you know your pick's going to be really late in the first round. Mm-hmm. What about Laramie Tunsil? Uh, there has been talk of them maybe moving on from him already, purely because they need to completely blow things up in Houston. But and he's per- actually perhaps been he- pretty good, like per- even per- with the Texans, yeah. he's still like a really highly rated left tackle. Like perhaps like they just see like, well, maybe he is the one guy that we build around. Yeah. Um, but they've only got him for another like year and a half because mm. the Texans are terrible contracts for some reason. Very, very bad. They spend this money in draft stock, but they never seem to tie anyone up for any period I, of time. I, 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 I'm going to struggle to um, be, be any quick, like, like speaking. I also I've forgotten how to do words right now <laughs> on the Texans when it comes to it. But right now, let's focus on yeah. on, on Seattle. Right, they need so, a line, and I think they'll be in the market. If they're doing well enough and they know they can improve and they've got a chance to win the division and get a buy, I think they'll be in the market to trade for. No, they won't. <laughs> no, they should be. <laughs> they should be, but they won't be. Um, so twelve and four last season. Uh, this season, ten wins. Um, well, they got twelve last year, so I'm going to say they'll probably get twelve again. I think that this team could actually, like, despite the fact that they're strong in this division. I just have a feeling that things are going to go the other way for once. 
I, I, I feel as if 10 wins on the nose for this team is about right. But and then they'll probably make the playoffs, and then that's when they'll they'll do something because Russell Wilson just yeah, always manages don't to put play back. the Seahawks. No, Russell Wilson. Now that is a guy who is like he just is a natural winner, and he's proven himself as such. That is the career that Jalen Hurts wants. Yeah, but yeah, he's got a long way to go before he can get it. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams they went ten six last year. A bit um, a bit strange season in Los Angeles but um, they've moved on from their quarterback and they've brought in a brand new one and boy are people hyped about Matthew Stafford at quarterback I just want to see him be happy yeah be happy in a nice warm place he's got some good wide receivers in Cooper Cup Van <coughs> Jefferson's up there brought in Deshaun Jackson to be a downfield threat Robert Woods of course is a, a an excellent player Tutu Atwell was drafted in the second round because they never Tutu have Atwell a first round. Tutu Atwell is the secret weapon in this team. I think people are going to be expecting Deshaun to play in Tutu He's Atwell's. even smaller than Devontae Smith. Yeah, I think Tutu Atwell is By a long way. Gonna, but he's like the fastest player in the league. Like, I had a burger that weighed more than Tutu Atwell today. Like, <laughs> he's, um, he's something like 140 pounds. It's unreal. But yes, uh, he is a football player, though. No, no mistake. Uh, he's a very small one, but he is certainly going to be very handy. The key for me here, of course, is the quarterback stuff, whatever. But I do think that Matt Stafford is an unquestionable upgrade on Jared Goff. But this offensive line has been great one year, like fantastic one year, and then not so good the next year. You never know what you're going to get out of Rob Havenstein year on year. Austin Corbett is like looking pretty good. Andrew Whitworth returns for his 300th season in the NFL. And... Um, He's only used... like six years older than you, Stuart. You're being a bit mean. I'm, 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 I'm old, man. Um, <laughs> but uh, also... he looks old, though. Andrew yeah. Whitworth looks like he's about fifty. Oh, yeah, he does. Uh, of course, they were gutted to lose their starting running back earlier on this season, but they have brought in Sony Michelle. I think Sony Michelle will be good. I think, um, I think that Sony Michelle. I don't think you can really tell. I think you have to be really good to um, get the above expected yards in the Patriots team because I think the Patriots team is designed for you to get the free and 3.3 yards per carry so mm-hmm. that we get a first down every yeah. three runs like they they build it that way whereas yeah. I think Sonny Michelle's a bit more explosive that Georgia team with Gurley and Chubb like they were able to run whatever they wanted and I'm I'm, I'm hopeful that McVeigh can kind of unlock him because we really haven't seen Sonny Michelle yeah yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I'm intrigued to see what happens with Sony Michelle and with Matt Stafford there. Um, the big thing for the Rams, though, is the fact that their coordinators are new. Both coordinators have gone. Yeah. Well, um, I think um, like Raheem Morris coming in as your defensive coordinator, I think he's... Um, he's like he, best mates with Staley. So you kind of hope yeah. that they'll just I, keep doing the same thing. Yeah, I, I like Raheem Morris. He's done, he's done well where he's been in the past, I think, really. Maybe a little bit underrated. In terms of the offensive coordinator, I wouldn't look too much at Kevin O'Connell because I think a lot of that is really going he's to Sean McVay. He's just organising, making sure the players... He's, if he's, if he's there's just... any 12-man penalties, it's O'Connell. And yeah. if there's any touchdowns, it's McVay. Yeah. That's the way they're going to divvy that responsibility. I think Kev, Kevin O'Connell's responsibility is being that guy that holds back McVay from running onto the <laughs> field during exciting moments. Um of course, the the defense is really the jewel in the crown for, for this team, though, because you've got, obviously, some guy named Aaron Donald up the middle. Um, 
uh, you've got Sebastian Joseph Day, who's kind of, uh, you know, a, a name, a rising star, perhaps. Ishan Robinson, uh, like taking up a lot of space along there. Justin Hollins. Uh, but then, of course, you've got Leonard Floyd, Kenny Young, Troy Reader, Demarius Williams uh, is going to have to step up at cornerback. And he, he did that last season. You've obviously got Jalen Ramsey on one side, uh, Taylor Rapp, and I may as well round out with Jordan Fuller there as well. Um, the cornerback room, or the defensive backfield, did lose both John Johnson and Troy Hill to Cleveland this year. But if Taylor Rapp, friend of the show, steps up, um, then like, will they miss a beat here? Not really. Um, there is a lot riding on David Young, David Long, sorry, stepping up and, and being... Your your boy David Young, you uh, yeah long long. <laughs> I did um I did draft him in He's our mock draft a lot higher than he probably should have gone, but he's still in the league. I when we did that that was the my crowning achievement in this draft was that I said that the Rams picks were going to be rap and long. Oh, when yeah. we when we did that and they oh, picked both did, of yeah. them, yeah, it's like yes, it's like can't <laughs> get that exactly. I got, they took because they traded back to get rap, so I said they'd take mm. rap at the end of the first round, but I think they got him in the mid second. Yeah, um, it does feel good when that happens, doesn't it? Yeah. But I, I, <sighs> we should get little machines to pat ourselves on the back because <laughs> um, every now and again we get that and it feels good, man. Yeah, there's my two million to be a GM. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think you can't look past Donald. I just think if Donald's there, everyone else has you a can't problem. you can't do anything past Donald. He doesn't let it happen. Yeah, so um, they're going to be in it because they have Ramsey and Donald. And if Ramsey and Don- Donald are playing well and on the field, then this is a good defense. And that's why yeah. they pay them. And that's, yep. the, that's the strategy they've gone with. It's, go hard or go yeah. home, you know? It's a special defense as well. I think um, they, like Aaron Donald is just going to keep that, them up around about that for as long as, uh, as, long as they'll have him. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, obviously, a very special talent too. Um, like the Seahawks, because of the issues we talked about with the offensive line, they mm-hmm. literally have to triple team Donald mm-hmm. to get Wilson any form of time. <laughs> and it's like when you have to double team a receiver on the outside and it leaves all your tight ends open. Like, what are you meant to do? Like, yeah. If you have to put three guys on Donald just to give your quarterback two and a half seconds, that's... That's a game plan problem that no one can had no one solved yet. Yep, and it gets uh, it gets people like um, your boy from Atlanta uh, contracts elsewhere because it makes them look great because they end up getting twelve and a half sacks because Aaron Donald's eating up everyone else. Yeah. Incredible player, honestly. If if you haven't gone and just looked at Aaron Donald tape yet, just just do it. It's it's what you see what makes him special. It jumps off the tape. It is unreal. So watching the Zendis and Zidane highlights, just, mm-hmm. you just you you see know it when you see it. Yeah, yeah. Zinedine Zidane. Oh, that that, that reminds me. Uh, there's a, a real big name has been lost from this team as well. Uh, fan favorite Samson. Wasn't he gone last year? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think he played for he played for Detroit last year. Or? No, I don't think so. He was no, he was still on the Rams last year, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah uh, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, uh, last team ten wins. Oh, there's two more teams. Ah, yeah, they're gonna be over. Okay, I'd be surprised if all like there's a every team every in this team league. could this division could, you know, especially with the seven teams or something that qualify uh-huh. now. Like it's um, 
It could happen. Okay. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. So they finished 8-8 eight and eight last year. They started off really strong. And so there's maybe a bit of, uh, like, I don't know, sour feeling on this team that they underachieved after the way that they finished off the season. Um, is, um, it's, like, is that fair? Or are they, I think from what I've been hearing from a lot of people, is that they're kind of just, they're about where they should be. Really. Yeah, they're, 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 they're improving. They have the trouble that they're in this division, but yeah. being in this division means that you don't really know what Cliff Kingsbury's got. Yeah. So but. obviously you got you got Kyler Murray back there as a, as a quarterback, and he's a he's a, he's a stud in uh, fantasy terms, but he's maybe still got a little bit to work on his game. But I I really like him still. I, I yes. think Kyler Murray is a fantastic talent and great to watch. So much fun. DeAndre Hopkins on the outside. They still have Andy Isabella there. There's been talk of maybe moving on from him, but who knows? They brought in AJ Green. Christian Kirk is still there, but Rondale Moore is my man to watch for this season on that that team because that is a, a freak. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he's going to be really something special. The offensive line, a little bit, eh, about. Uh, they got Rodney Hudson uh, through the middle, which is very nice. Um. Justin Pugh, DJ Humphreys. It's just kind of like, you know, Kel- Calvin Beecham's their, their right tackle now. Previously great, but it's maybe been a while. Um, yeah, they're, 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 they're kind of a middle-of-the-road team for me, really. But uh, I'm just like, look for the other things here. Yeah, on, on defense, things have definitely changed. So they brought in J.J. Watt. To pair alongside Chandler yeah, Jones. He's good. It's a if, great Isaiah Stimmen, if Isaiah Simmons steps up, he's going to be going to be good. You've got Zayvon Collins has been brought in. I'm super athletic inside linebacker. Um, bit of Baker at the back there. A little bit worried about Byron Murphy and the Robert Alford combination, though. Um, yeah, Byron Murphy might be a um, be a bust. Unfortunately, he hasn't really shown it, but. You know, not, team... not quite as bad as the, the other cornerback in that first round from that draft who is in prison now. Mm, fair. Mm. Do you want to tell people about him? No, I can't. I can't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like the, the Cardinals, like they've got Kyler Murray, they've got DeAndre Hopkins. That wide receiving group is great. Um, I don't think AJ Green is going to be that big a factor, but it would be nice to see him have a bit of a renaissance in a team like this. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still just excited for Kyler Murray. Uh, they did also bring in James Conner, uh, running back from Pittsburgh, but I'm, I'm, I also don't think it was Conner's fault that he was bad last year. Um, yeah, exciting team. Yeah, it's like one of those teams that's going to be in shootouts and the fans will pay to watch. And I think at some point with... Um, NFL owners and and GMs and that that's all you can really ask for. It's a very competitive league, especially in the division they're in. Yeah, at least they're going to be entertaining. They've got players that will sell shirts. And I want to go back and watch that game of the season from last year. Oh, was it the, the Bills? Uh, was it was it the Bills or was it the the Bills was the, the last second one. Oh yeah, the the, the Hill Murray. Yeah, oh, man. They, they were involved in a couple of great games last year. I feel which we, makes makes them interesting to watch. But. I I really want to see Andy Isabella on like the Eagles or something. Like I just don't think he's really. I don't been think given... anything would happen to him in the Eagles. Yeah. I don't think he's been given an opportunity because of the amount of talent that they've got. They've not really had the opportunity to use him. He looked so good in um, in college, and they picked him quite high. But they immediately traded for Hopkins, <laughs> and it's like that's what you do. If you that's get, what if you we're get saying chance... about getting the name, you know, like yeah, yeah, wide receivers 
considered a deep position, but you need the name. And I think getting Rondell Moore, if Rondell Moore can be good, that's great because I don't really, I think they need to move on from Kirk. Mm-hmm. And AJ Green is a Hail Murray. Woohoo. So, anything else in this team that we should really be looking out for? Or do you think it's relatively straightforward? We just see that, you know, they're going to steal talent. a couple games and give McVeigh a few little arrhythmias, like heart attacks, mm. but they're not going to do anything in this division, unfortunately. Mm. Their biggest... All they can really hope for is to be the Giants from the Eli Manning Giants and scrape into the playoffs <laughs> and just have the best run of all time. It can happen. It can happen in the NFC. It's happened a few times, but it's literally... that's the, They're not winning the division. The law of averages just don't really allow it. They can't win enough games. It's just not going to happen. Can they win more than eight and a half games, Darren? Um, I love their skilled players. I want them to win games. I think they. Des- I, I. I think Cliff Kingsbury has an opportunity to actually be pretty good if uh-huh, he can get uh-huh, a chance. Uh-huh. So I want them to. I'm going to say they won't though. Okay. Because there's just not enough games in the calendar to win. Okay, I think you're probably about right there. I think there's maybe some proving to be done here. Like I said, I do like the way that they've improved in some spots along this team, but it just looks like there's a few holes there that I just don't like the Big look holes. of. Like, yeah. You know, you've got Isaiah Simmons and Sazen Collins are your linebackers, and it's like when the other teams have Wagner and Jamal Adams, and it's just not enough. Mm. I think, like, you know, you've got to... When you're going up against McVeigh and up against Carroll, you have to have more. It's It's a lot there, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 like, like I said, I still think they're going to be interesting. I think they're going to be involved in some shootouts, perhaps. Kyler Murray doesn't necessarily need a great offensive line because he is he's good on the run. Um, I still see them being quite successful. I think they're maybe going to miss out on uh, Kenyon Drake, who departed for Las Vegas. But... Um, the boy's getting his bag and his lifestyle. I think he, <laughs> he just made a, des- a decision a lot of us would make, to be honest. He'd be aye. You want to pay me what? Yeah. To live where? Okay. Um, yeah, I think like purely because I think that the next team we're going to talk about have a really good shot to improve. I think that they might just about stay where they are with eight wins. So that next team we're going to be talking about is, of course, the San Francisco 49ers. So a Super Bowl team from a couple of years back. Jimmy Garoppolo is still the starting quarterback, but Trey Lance is not just waiting in the wings, but he's getting reps. And you see that he's got a special talent in him. He's made some crazy plays, but I, I don't think he's quite up to the NFL quarterback speed yet. No. It's kind of like first read run sort of deal, but he's, he's, he's clearly a very talented athlete. He's got the arm strength. He probably just needs a bit of coaching. I and, think they stick with Garoppolo. Yeah. It's like, it's like we said last time. It's like, you know how I know Garoppolo can get you to the Super Bowl? Because he's been there Because he's already got you there. Yeah. Um, and bringing in Alex Mack at centre. Like, this is a real... Like, their offensive line, it's it's how you build it. Like, Alex Mack, Trent Williams, Mike McGlinchey. There's some studs that can give you some time. Yeah, uh, Trent Williams signed a massive six-year, $138 million True. deal through the course of this offseason. Maybe he didn't play for a whole year because he knew he was going to get that deal and he was just being, he was just like, no. Yeah, remember when uh, Washington basically told him, oh, no, there's no problem with your brain? And then he was like, yeah, there is. And then he got it sorted and was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I don't want to play for you guys anymore. And then he moved here. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, incredible. Um, along along there, Lake and Tomlinson, eh, we'll, we'll see. But uh, Mike McGlinchey, uh, who is usually translating for the Neds on Chewing the Fat, uh, nice little reference there. Um, but you're going to have Brandon Ayuk in year two, healthy. Debo Samuel, healthy. George Kittles, of course, one of the greatest tight ends in the league. Jalen Hurd's maybe returning. Maybe they'll make something of him. Uh, Raheem Mostert, Trey Sermon is a great receiver out of the backfield. They've got offensive weapons all over here. And it's all to the sort of like playing style that Kyle Shanahan has been successful with in the past. He's just a fantastic offensive mind here. Um, and then on defense, you've got uh, like Armstead, Javon Kinlaw maybe could step up this year. Nick Bosa's return is something which I don't think is being looked at closely enough because if he comes back uh, and is like what he was before the injury, uh, then you know just just nail this team on for like easy top five defense because uh, like along the rest of that team there with Fred Warner, uh, uh, Mike Linebacker. Was, I don't know what um Kevin Kevin Kinlaw is yet. He was the yeah. first round pick last year. Eric Armstead. Yep, yep. D Ford. D Ford is also there. This is a very good team. I think we forget because they were so injured last year mm. that and they don't have to play it. Do they have to play the Giants this year? But (laughs) that field did a number on them. They lost like four players in one game. I don't know how Mm. that even happens in a professional sport. Yeah. One one thing I would be maybe perhaps a little bit concerned about is the defensive backfield. Obviously, Jason Verrett is back and he was healthy, and that's great. And when he is healthy, he is a fantastic quarterback. They have gone and signed Josh Norman recently. If that works out, that could be really good. Yeah, I think he's... But otherwise, you've got uh, Kawan Williams as your other cornerback. You've got Jimmy Ward at free safety. Um, but, yeah, they, like, they've got enough there to be an excellent defense. Yeah. And, look, they've got one of the best kickers in the league. I, 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 and that, that helps, you know, having security in special teams. And, yeah, I. this is a lesson for all teams in the NFL. Robbie Gould is like, I want to go and play for Chicago. I hate you. I want to live in Chicago. He just said, he said that three years ago. He still plays for San Francisco. San Francisco goes, here's 14 million for four years or three years or whatever it was. Stay here. We'll pay for your flights home. And he still plays them. And he hits 50 yarders every game pretty much. So mm-hmm. it the whole team is solid. The only thing I would say is that they're relying a lot on rookies in their first first contract players in their wide receiver a few spots yeah they're, they're definitely they need for Sanu fa- to be fast players yeah they need to be need Sanu to be something he's new to be something he never really has been which is like a veteran leader I guess so because yeah like <laughs> Cause everyone Brand, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel Jalen Hurd they're all uh, like 20 Sherfield yeah uh, Joanne Jennings is in there too it's um yeah so it's a lot, a lot of young guys but yeah, like yeah, but they're relying way, on it's, it's Kyle Shanahan getting the best out of Jimmy Garoppolo until they decide that they've seen enough from Trey Lance. Yeah, but if you're five and one, or you know, they've done it before. Like San Francisco has done this before, yeah, where they're, they're going really well with them. Alex Smith. But then said, that to Alex Smith. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I know, poor guy. It's like we we like what we've got, but we think we have better on the bench. Um, I think Trey Lance can sit. Um, I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is good enough. But like I say, if Trey Lance shows that he's about ready, you better believe you're going to see him in there. 
And uh, this is one of those teams that people have been talking about is maybe they just go for a switch every now and again. I don't think that ever works. Well, it's very rarely tried, so how do you know? I don't know. Just favourite player plays for this team, Kyle Juszczyk, just absolutely <laughs> killing it. He's so, he's so important to Kyle Shanahan's scheme. And you'd see like the teams that have good fullbacks and play that um, running style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, he's he's always good for a few touchdowns. So it's playing on the margins plays. and stuff like that. Yeah. Finding the find, like creating space using you have a and an F one parlance there. Yeah. Finding the edge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, will the Forty ers hit the apex and uh, make ten and a half wins? Yes. I I think my heart really wants this team to be the best team in the NFC. I think, think they've they built be. it the right way. They, they, they could be. Like, Next year, they definitely will be. The, 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 <laughs> the ceiling is, is high. I think you know, there still is a possibility of some of these things not working out. But you've seen a lot out of Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel in terms of being the sorts of guy that Kyle Shanahan just loves to... Just hit over the middle, within acres of space, and then they just blast it down the sideline for sixty yards. And they've made mistakes, you know. They had um, the big Samoan lad that they got with the third overall pick, and that didn't work out. So they just traded for another player, and then Solomon traded Thomas, him. Yeah, 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 and then traded him away because they just they knew. They knew you, that's you what they you needed. You can't hit on all of these draft picks. So, like, the draft is... It, it's a crapshoot, is the, the term that we often hear. And I would certainly agree with that. But they're, but they they're, they're him... drafting the right guys at the skill positions at the moment. Um, and he might have been great last year. They lost him in that Jets game as well. Mm, so, you know, mm. there was it was the right time to move on from that pick. I think they got everything they could out of him. But, you know, from trading, trading away a player they didn't need... To the Colts, they've managed to get Kinlaw and Dre Greenwald. They've, they've been able to add talent and just keep going. Yeah. And now they've got to this kind of apex where oh, as, long apex. As, <laughs> as long as Garoppolo exists yep. as the Garoppolo that played for New England and got them to the Super Bowl, this is a Super Bowl team. So until Thanos uh, snaps his fingers and Jimmy Garoppolo ceases to exist, they've got a chance. Yeah. Or, you know, Donald snaps Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I probably equally as likely to happen, I'm sure. Is um, that horrible one where you'll just get there too fast and you'll clip his oof. hand off the helmet and it'll mm, be done? Dunk, done. Dunion rings. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I like the 49ers. I, I think that they're going to bounce back from their 6 and 10 from last year. But injuries is the only thing you can really derail this sort of stuff with. Um, yep, yeah, I reckon they'll get there. Anyway, Darren, it's been a pleasure, and it's been a little shy of two hours, so we've done very well getting through this. Yeah, I think we've done pretty well just to blast through that. So I guess next time, guys, we will talk about the AFC. Hopefully we'll manage to get that done before... Before Sunday, Monday. Yeah, because I'm going up to Masterton for a a big walk on Saturday and Sunday and stuff, so uh, I guess we'll maybe have to try and get this done tomorrow night, Darren. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> we'll figure something I out. Need if, to if go not, to bed we... and wake up and be normal again because today is. You're normal. never normal, Darren. We know this. <laughs> but anyway, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it as ever. We're extremely excited to get this season underway, and uh, we can't wait to have you guys along for the ride with us. 
So we'll uh, we'll catch you next time. Until then, yeah. goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>